0: This episode of the TZR Podcast is brought to you by audibletrial.com slash TZR. Get 30 days free, a free trial, of over 150,000 different books over multiple different genres directly into your ears through any device, whether it be your tablet, mobile phone, mobile phone, smartphone, or your desktop. Did you know there's actually a movie coming out called Ready Player One? And if you don't want to wait for the movie, you can listen to the book right now on audibletrial.com slash TZR. To support this podcast, it's a lot of fun. It is book. a lot of fun. Apparently, the book's really good.
1: The movie looks one other book that you've read, but of course you're.
0: I
2: full on started that book. Yeah. I did not finish it. uh I plan on finishing it before <laughs> the movie comes out because I feel like its shelf life <laughs> it, is basically gone after the movie comes out.
3: It's, it's a pretty easy read. uh A lot of
0: throwbacks to video games. Harry and was tough and, for me, so I don't know. And it looks like it's <laughs> going to be much
1: better than the movie. It's not a
0: series. It's just one book. The so movie looks uh, good, yeah. though. I mean, the trailer looks really good. But again, by Will Wheaton.
1: Well, and also like with all of book the licensing, they can't get everything from the book into the movie. so oh all
0: right. well, if you're looking to listen to the entirety of the book, essentially maybe they're not going to get the entirety of the book into the movie. Look pretty good. You can support this podcast and also listen to Ready Player One at audibletrial.com/tzr.
2: <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the TGR Podcast, Too episode real. 90, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Episode 90, we are closing in
3: on wow. 100. Really I feel like you've
1: been talking about 100 for so long, because and I was I, like, that Because That'll I've got never such happen. a cool plan for the it's beginning so of 100. Away. When
3: we hit 75, I was like, wow, we're, it's, it's, it's You're approaching. You're like,
2: yeah, Justin, just 25 oh, no. <laughs> weeks, and now it's already yeah, 90. Yeah, because you said it like, I was wow, like, it's
1: right there. I'm like, 25 weeks guys, forever.
2: Time is a clock that never stops. what am I doing with my life? That's crazy. Uh, oh, this what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> This week we are back to our original uh, our original studio with the entire team joining me this week is Alex Shock. Hello, it's
0: been a while. It has been a while. Liz Lysui is also here.
1: I am also here. And
0: Justin Chow is... Who renovated the office with some help from other people. Actually, I didn't do anything, but they did. And now there's air conditioning here that's not super loud and so now you're not you sweating bullets. Yeah,
2: you won't hear the, the air conditioner in the background. You won't hear us bitching about how hot it is. All good things this week. Fantastic. But we have a lot of great news that we Glorious. have to get to. We have a fantastic true gaming topic of the week. But before we get to any of that, I want to know what's going on in everybody's lives. Because it's been a while since we've seen everybody. Especially Alex, because he's too busy jet-setting all over the world yeah. doing fun things. Oh, man. So Alex, t- tell, us, uh, yeah. tell us about what you've got what's going on.
3: Um, let's see, what have I been doing? Um, been playing a lot of Horizon. Yeah. And... It is awesome, and I want to talk a little bit about it, because I know you stopped playing it. I did. So, this, I guess a fraction of a spoiler here, but there's, I wasn't that interested in the game at first. Like, the gameplay was awesome, but there's a storyline that's really basic. It's like, you're, there's a whole there's, bunch of tribes, and you're just doing missions for the tribes, right? Like, yeah. that's one storyline, and that was okay. That's typical Assassin's Creed-type story. Sure, but, but there's this going. whole other fucking story... <laughs> About what happened to that world and why it's like that, and what happened in the past to make it like this—the this? vantage point thing,
2: where they're like shit, apocalypse day, something, something, yeah. So
3: right, they they tease it really early on, but when you really start getting into those missions, it's so crazy it's and
1: surprisingly they... like not as not as like far fetched as yeah. you're expecting. Mm. And like they... it's 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 it it's not just like oh, we want to make a story about dinosaur robots. Let's try and figure out. How did it explain that? Like it, it sure. seems like it's actually like a pretty well founded found right. way to
2: ground
3: it. Yeah,
1: yes. yeah, which was very surprising. And they
3: tell most of the story through, uh, you know, audio clips you pick up or text logs. Sure. And they tell it in a very organic way, where you're hearing from like a soldier who's off to war who's sending a note back to his family, mm-hmm. and it, it just goes through this very nice
0: progression. Of it's kind of like the, Fallout. It. The, the Fallout method too, right? It's like when you're playing that game, you come across a bunch of different things from the past. and it's but, like, I and guess Usually ad-
1: I don't like waste the time honestly, to, read, to stuff. read a list of them, but I listen to all the ones from Horizon. The, the
0: advantage in Horizon
3: is you're going through... It's linear in progression with within this storyline, mm-hmm. within this one mission set. So in Fallout, you just come across things whenever, a lot of the time. But this is very directed and like a very early one of the first missions you'll come across in this line everything's happy everyone's like we're banding together we're going to fight the robots we're going to win this war and you can see all this propaganda spread around and people are really excited but then you see this the far you get into these missions you just it starts to change and people's opinions start to like everyone just gets more depressed i keep fucking hitting this mic but it, it tells a really, really cool story that I got invested in. That's awesome. And it, it put this very nice wrapping over the entire game. Huh. And I wasn't too into it for a while because that... You don't get to that right away. You start out with just doing these... You know, going from tribe to tribe. You know, running around fetch quests and, yeah, and whatnot. Getting blazing suns and Yeah, all that and I stuff. mean, yeah. that's cool, yeah, but that's like... blazing that, those suns. <laughs> <laughs> that's standard open world stuff, oh, right? Oh, for sure. For sure. But it was really... I mean, the gameplay is awesome. I mean, the enemies and fighting all those robots is just disgustingly cool, but it didn't really reach the next level until I got to those
2: those yeah. uh, missions. I think the point at which I fell off was right in the throes of, like... The normal ass open world grind of like, oh, let me go find all these landmarks and shoot all the things, and, and like it, I remember I don't know.
1: you stopped in the middle of your first cauldron. I remember the spot that you stopped. <laughs> yeah, no, I know
2: exactly where. That, that's exactly right. And it was like it just got to a point where I felt, I felt very weak. I felt the rate at which I was like, progressing my gear and stuff was not congruent with how fast I was exploring the world. And it's like, it didn't feel right to me because I'm like, if I'm spending all this time to go out of my way and find all of these different things and, you know, do every mission that's available to me at this time, my progression curve should be, like, rounding out correctly. Like, I shouldn't be, you know, hitting this, like, weird wall of just, like, like frustration, you know what I mean. But then once I, I got to that point, I was just like, man, like this just doesn't feel satisfying. Were you, satisfying to were me. you playing like, on
3: like too hard or something?
2: No, I'm playing on straight up normal. But it's like it's not exactly the difficulty that was bothering me. Yeah. It's it's that the. I don't know. It, like, I still had all base gear with me. Like my my straight up bow, like my primary yeah. weapon, was still the first one that I got in the game after like, something like six seven hours. I guess into I don't it.
3: understand. I had the almost the complete opposite experience where I felt like I had almost the best stuff really
2: early on. Yeah, and I didn't have any. Well, that's the thing. I it's, it's like uh, I mean, every I think it kind every of time
1: where you go. Well, it's like every yeah, I time I was... had the
2: opportunity to buy something, like I typically had enough of those little triangle things, shards. Metal shards. Yes. <laughs> I typically had enough of those to buy whatever the most expensive item that was there. Sure shy of like one because there's always one that's like wildly expensive that's yeah. out of your range. But like pretty much all the other ones I could buy up immediately and I did. Like I have every version of every weapon that was available to me, but they were still just like, I just felt gimped. I felt like I wasn't strong enough and I was like, okay, this is like mad annoying. And it's not a matter of like not approaching enemies and stuff tactically, because I, I was trying to do that, you know, using rope caster, setting traps, doing all this shit. But it's, like, for whatever reason, the loop of that, like, just getting into that style of combat I mean, combat you, were shooting just the weak, you were shooting the weak
3: points, right? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, uh, trying to knock pieces off of them. I think the first enemy that was, like, particularly annoying for me was the... Um... I think they're called shell walkers yeah. that have, like, a yeah. big thing on their back the and they crabs. put up the shield or whatever. Like, just an annoying enemy to fight. Like, maybe I ha- didn't, like, math out the correct way to do it, but it's just, like, it was a very serious struggle yeah. to, to any time I encountered one because I-, I would get one-shotted by them, like, no matter what. And then when I would try to attack them, it's like I would have to deplete and craft all of my arrows, like, three times before yeah.
1: I could
3: actually... So you kill yeah, it. but
1: don't use arrows.
2: Did you have armor? Like- yeah. So,
3: did you... I know you didn't do this a lot in, like, Breath of the Wild, but anytime I would approach an enemy that I knew was long range or knew had electricity, I would switch out my armor to the thing that was the best suited for that
2: combat. Yeah, no, I typically wasn't doing that. So, I just I just had whatever the strongest thing was. There's a point the where the you get, get to the game tool. where it's everything important.
1: gets a lot harder, but I really enjoyed that. Yeah? I did not have... I, like, I was like, this... I thought it was a good way to sort of challenge the player into figure out another way to do this learn how to do everything and just Grind until you're better. Well, like, it's I, not. They don't just I hand it. you
2: anything. I liked it when I was encountering new enemies. Like I think the last newest enemy I saw were like the pterodactyl things. Glen like Hawks. those were ridiculously fun to fight because you're like trying to like uh, pin them to the ground as they're flying away. And it Yo, like those are still super annoying. Like you know, are 50? I, I, <laughs> I actually found Glen those Hawks. like really oh, fun to fire. fight. Yeah. But it's like every every other time I run into the weird deer things that drill the the ground with their heads and the stupid shell walker things. I was just like, I've seen this enemy a hundred times at this point. I'm over it. Like, don't fight yeah, them. Yeah, but
1: then don't fight them. Like, you don't... It's well, I mean, it kind in, of in is similar case... to Zelda in that, like, if you're not strong enough to do something yet, maybe you're not supposed to well, do in, it. Well,
2: in the case of the uh, cauldron that I was in, you are there was a ton of you are very much forced through a literal corridor of you cannot go anywhere other than through these enemies.
3: Well, if... If I could give you, if you ever go back to it, my strategy was—I'm um, sure in time I will—but yeah. like I don't know, it just wasn't. But uh, go ahead. I always had that, um, that air, the thing that knocks armor pieces off. Yeah,
1: Terror Blast. Yes, the, 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 the purple ter- arrows. Yes,
3: and I always no, that was my there's, go-to. Blast
1: arrows, but then I don't...
3: well, that's later. That's yeah. like a special item later. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. but th- that was my go-to, and uh, I would always knock off the things. Yeah. Like the crab thing. You know, you sneak behind it and you knock the thing off its back, and then you shoot its claws off, and then it's this absurd thing that can't hit you. Yeah. That's like scrambling around doing nothing. Yeah. And see, my uh, thing
2: is, like, I, the way that I would fight those is I would see one, like, the gun claw just eek out of its little front shield thing, and that, and I'm trying to, like, hit that every time, and it's like only maybe, like, three quarters of the time I'm hitting it so I'm just wasting a bunch of arrows and it's like not even doing that much damage and then even once I get it off I'm like okay now it's just walking around with a shield up and I'm just like what the fuck like it, it was just like I, th- I think part of it was probably me not approaching the fights correctly um, but it, it just it began to feel like a yeah. grind and what I was experiencing story-wise or lack thereof, because it was just doing all the side bullshit, was just not enough to keep me like engaged at that time. I'm sure I'll go back to it, but for now, it's just like right. it's just not doing it for me. I don't know. Did you try to squeeze that in before, or before Breath of the Wild? Or did you just save it till after? I saved it till after. Yeah. Well, which made the climbing yeah. a uh, a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, I
3: well, I, I was really, I'm really enjoying it. I'm right at the last mission. Cool. Uh, it's definitely a a very well designed game just mechanically and visually it's i've never really seen anything like that on yeah. a console yeah so really enjoying that i mean outside of that i'm doing i'd borrow justin's uh 3DS so i'm doing fire emblem echoes which is awesome cool and i'm going to oh yeah
0: what do you think about that so far do you I... enjoy like the board game aspect of it
3: i do you have uh fire emblem echoes it it's very Fire Emblem e, you know. It's it's just still Fire pretty Emblem. grueling, and there are yeah.
0: definitely battles that are like you have the ability to retreat, which is nice. But at the same time, there are battles that you are very outmatched; like you can't win. Well, like, there are t- yeah, there are times <clears throat> because enemies can ambush you. Yeah, on the Yeah, and also they can come from different angles. So like the enemies that you would be fighting. Then suddenly, a force comes from the right side, and now you're right. fighting literally two stages at once. And they attack first when they ambush you. Yes. So my guys have died. And your guys are scattered. You guys, you don't even yes. have to get the chance to like place them in like coordinated so, positions. So
3: I had the stupid flying Pegasus thing, which is weak to arrows. And By the way, those guys is, they suck. Oh they're terrible. God, they're so bad. Yeah. I don't know why. I just keep them off to the side. But they immediately get attacked by two archers, and they die. I, I don't know. But that's part of the game, and I, that is a really fun game. And once I'm done with that, you can revive the guys, so you don't have to worry. I'm not on the mode I'm playing, I don't think.
0: Uh, oh, like later? You'll find things.
3: Well, <laughs> anyway, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean the going back through time thing? Yes. Then yes, you get that pretty early in the game.
0: Yeah, but like you get more of those little cocky. Oh yeah. You
3: okay. Uh, and once I'm done with that, I have kind of this backlog of uh, VR games. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good. Palette you, did you
0: get mm-hmm. Star Trek Bridge Crew? Yes. Yeah, I, say, it, I really want to try that. Can try you play that, it yeah. by yourself? Yeah. Can, Can you actually play actually it online cool. with other people? Yeah. Okay, that, then that, that makes sense because yeah. that's fucking awesome.
3: Yeah, there's a campaign that's actually supposed to be pretty decent.
0: I want to play it. I really no want to try it. it. I, know. I know. So I'm going to go to Best Buy. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> We're going to play... I'm going to return that well, shit to each later. Yeah. Because it seems like fun. Yeah. All yeah, right. Deal. Got, we got to do it before my dad leaves because he's huge into Star Trek. And yeah. He would love this. Yeah, it seems yeah, so no, cool. And he's never I'm tried gonna, VR. I want to come over. And All right. Let's do that. Let's make <laughs> <I>, a <laughs> date.
3: I got Farpoint, too. That, oh, oh, you nice. did? Did you get the, the gun? mediocre gun cool. really reviewed. The gun? Um, yes. I got the gun. The gun looks cool. It's mediocrely reviewed, but the gun itself is not just a plastic tube. Yeah. It's It looks like a PVC pipe with joysticks. It's actually. Uh, like a a solid, it's, it's not a,
1: like the Wii steering wheel. Yeah. That's just like it's a holder a stand- for your. That
3: <laughs> was a great piece of technology. <laughs> Thank
1: God you had that. It's a standalone. Otherwise you hold it.
3: <laughs> it's a standalone controller with triggers and two um joy joysticks. Don't like that. That's really over weird. here. Yeah. I'm into it. It's weird. It's and, uh, one of the better the place. VR games yeah. for yeah. sure. So uh, that's that's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, I'm cool. kind of looking forward to not having an open world game to tackle because when those you... are a time yeah. sink. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: All right, that's it. I'm going to do it. But, uh, the, the PSVR, that went down in price already, didn't it?
3: Mm, oh, no, hey. the
0: Vive the Vibe did. The Vive went down Vibe in price did, by like, a sure. significant yeah, amount. That is, sure. It's so expensive. It's pretty though. sure it's yeah. like $400. It's like $400 instead of the original like, $1,000. Yeah, no, or I meant something. the VR is pretty sure. PSVR, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Oh, I was talking about the Vive. Yeah. I think the Vive is like 600 instead of the 1000 that it was originally. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Anyway, so, Justin, Justin, what have you been yeah. playing? Um, so, uh, Friday night, or no, last. What was it? It hasn't been like Wednesday or Thursday, one of those two days where I, I got really, really drunk. And uh, it was 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was just like, you know what? I haven't played my Switch in a long time after Zelda. Oh, no, um, Mario Kart, right? And I haven't played it in a while. I just I want a game to play while I'm like, just doing whatever, hanging out with people, watching movies or whatever. I just want something to just play on it, right? And mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to drop the $60. I'm going to buy Splatoon, Splat. which I, I honestly would never have done. If I was a drug, because I was pretty sure I wasn't I wasn't going to buy that game, <laughs> but then I played it and then I realized, and there's like a constant um, formula here that I've realized or a little like something that I find that I have like a strong affinity to five minute matches, smash brothers, rocket league, fucking now splatoon. I find myself four o'clock in the morning yeah. saying one more to myself. I'm not even talking. I'm not even playing because with it's other.
1: Three minutes. I'm not We're even
0: playing like, with people play over things. voice chat because God knows I'm not fucking using that shitty ass motherfucking <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> so bullshit bad. fucking smartphone app, and so I'm not bad. getting the goddamn stupid ass motherfucking headphones. But I will say that I am thoroughly enjoying Splatoon, pretty much because of the fact that it's like a five-minute match and the movement, everything about it, it's like it's colorful, it's vivid, it feels like good. Even the motion controls, when you get used to it, in the beginning it was actually a piece of shit and I really hated it, but. Now I kind of like it. It's and a really like, like interesting type of game.
2: There's no other type of
0: game like it, which is awesome. It is interesting, like. yeah. it's, like, it's a fun game, but when I try to tell you why it's fun, it's like, I can't. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, painting the floor is weirdly satisfying. You Killing can, other players is weirdly satisfying. satisfying. And then getting killed...
2: Uh, well, that is well, it's infuriating a, it, It's like your itself. personal grind in the game is, is what makes it so fun. Because it's like, you know, you might be just trying to level your character up just in normal Turf Wars. And, or you might be trying to, like, level up your ranked mode in, like, Tower Control or something. And then you're like, oh, if I just, I'm so close to unlocking one more perk on this piece of armor. And then it's like, oh, wait, now I can get, like, four Nintendo, slot pieces of armor. Let me go get some more of those. Yeah, Nintendo and
0: like, the Nintendo fashion did a very good job with parsing out the content so you don't ingest it too fast. They do this pretty much, I don't know, almost exclusive, like appular kind of like shit, right? Yeah. And in this case, it's like, okay, so every two hours, maps will change. and There's only, get only two ever maps. two mm-hmm. maps available to you per mode. And the ranked version of the game... That ranked, there's three different rank types, which is Rainmaker, there's Turf War, uh, not Turf War, there's, uh, what is it called, Splat zone, Splat zone, and Tower, tower, control, tower. Rainmaker, okay. yeah. And uh, those change every two hours, There's only too. two maps available at any time? Yes. At any time, right? Well, but there's the, like two, a,
2: there will be, okay, so there's there's, there's per- three sh- modes oh. in the games. There's right. There's, there's regular battle, there's, like, free battle, then there's ranked battle, and then there's league battle. In regular, that's just straight up Turf War, what we were yeah. playing earlier. There will only ever be two maps available for that. In for four ranked, hours there will be switches. yeah. In ranked, there will be two different maps at that same time, mm. and then in league, there will be another two different maps, and then every two Which hours, cool, all those. I agree, motorcycle. Alex.
1: I think there should be three.
3: Someone tell me why that's better than just
2: having them. It's all not on. better. I, no, no. I don't
3: think I'll, it's better. I'll
1: tell
2: you what. I find that it is. It creates a satisfying like a gameplay loop because if you're in a session, right, like you're playing for a while having that time frame lets you master that level where it's like, you know your role, you you know how to approach about to, this map oh, the best, yeah. and then right at the point where you're like, okay, I, I've known this map up and down, I'm a little bored of it at this point, they switch the maps on you, and it totally resets that process, and you're like, see, okay, now I have a new level to master.
0: organically just in regular, no, like in Halo. In the, beginning of, in the beginning of, like, so when I first started playing this, and they only gave you two maps, I'd play the maps over and over again, and then you wouldn't be able to play another map, but I was actually finding myself glad that they weren't changing maps because I get to critique and change things that I know about the specific map. When they do change it up, the maps actually themselves, even though they're like the same map, they change very slightly. There's like different barricades. There's different like ramps going in different directions. There's different things happening. And because of that, it like dices it up just slightly enough. But I find myself like slowly getting annoyed when the maps change now because when they do change, I'm like, fuck, I got to get like reoriented again. Yeah. And that's weirdly like what you're saying is I I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, but, like,
1: but at the same time, after you've played for three weeks, you know all the maps inside out. I it doesn't really matter. I don't
0: think it's an objectively bad design
2: choice. I think sure it it, w- it could be better or different in different ways, but I don't think it's objectively bad. I think it works for the formula well. I don't like what they do with Salmon Run. How Salmon Run yeah. is only, only available, available at and now you got to certain days of the week. What? That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Is this a mobile game? Yeah, right. Exactly. Game.
0: That's what I was saying. Yeah, well, like this there's, there's, part, there are, Here's a ridiculous. A
2: lot of what the game is doing is incentivizing you to play a little bit every day,
0: and yeah. so, and part of that even ties into, also, into the stores, the right. too. They like Animal Crossing yeah. will only give you what is it like? There's like six there's or like seven six different pieces things of gear
2: that will be there all day, and then if you come back the next day, all the gear changes out and it's all new stuff. Yeah, or and, I get that at a shop.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right?
3: that's okay. But so I mean, they got this idea right from league and heroes where they they swapped out characters every was it every week or two uh, if you just if you Brawl didn't, did if you like didn't put too. any money in the game you didn't buy a character then you always only had eight characters to choose from if you wanted to play for free and then after two weeks it would be a different set of eight yeah. so it would allow you to play the game for free and but you know you're limited to these certain characters and if you really like them then you can buy them yeah that worked because that's a free model and not to say this is necessarily bad the way that they're doing this now but I if, mean, you're, objectively, if you're paying it is for a game yeah. and it, it's like they're limiting their own content,
0: which is weird to me. I think uh, they're no, limiting I, I, it I, so that you don't take in all the content too fast. It's, it's like they want like, like, to play they, it for my, an extent. In my opinion,
2: I think what they're doing, and I, I think this is totally exemplified in how you unlock the different like ranked modes is that they are training you to be good at the game because if you're constantly resetting how you approach levels all the time you're never going to give yourself a good like grounding for it but 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 if you're playing the same levels it's like it's like okay i understand this map i'm getting more efficient about moving around i know where to be painting stuff i know where the the choke points are like you're you're getting so, better. Yeah, but you discover that over and time. And what think. I yeah. mean with the the way that it unlocks the different modes is like right off the bat, you can't play ranked mode. The only mode that's available to you is turf war, it's and you of, have to play it's that. It's an un- interesting right? model because un- of the
0: fact that I feel like it's like if you're really serious about the game at that point, then these players who are this level of serious will be able to get to here, right? But well, if you're even more but serious, but it's
2: also teaching you the fundamentals of the game. So like ranked, the ranked modes are essentially like glorified King of the Hill modes or like capture the flag or something like that, right? Um yeah, or less. Um, but all of those modes hinge on how good you are at just playing the game in general. Like, like understanding the mechanics of putting paint down and moving through it quickly and all this sort of stuff. And the only way you get good at knowing that is by playing a lot of Turf War. So it would make sense that Ranked would be blocked from you at the beginning because you're realistically going to have a bad time unless you totally know what you're doing in yeah. ranked yeah. but if you play up to level 10 in you know normal turf four, right. in, in turf war then you're going to be like okay i'm going to be way more confident going into I will this new say, mode the,
3: that makes sense blocking ranked i don't right. mind that it's but really as far the, far level. as the levels like and stuff i will
0: say objectively it's not it's just different right yeah. it's a different it's experience different. there are there, good things how many maps are, are there things? total
2: I honestly don't know. I Maybe like six. Know. No, I, I no. think there's more than that.
0: Are you sure? But I think... Well, there's the harbor. There's the the one there? with the bridge. There's certain maps that are only there's playable, on, uh, on,
2: ranked are only playable on, uh, on ranked modes because those are like... Like specifically made oh, for capture yeah. points yeah. and things Is like it crap. always
0: two no, different what, maps? what, what, yes. what yeah.
1: maps can you play on ranked that you can't play on turf You
0: can't play the stage mode for... I don't know, wait, you can. You know,
1: you can play all of them. They're all available are all modes. Honestly, they come in so few,
0: I can't tell. The other side
3: of what you said, it's like you master this level and then you don't get to play it for like three weeks or something. No, no, no. It's every two hours. it's every two hours? It's every four every hours. Two, it's every no, two like, hours. you have, have them all available if it's every that quick?
2: Like, there's really no... I mean, I I would love to be in the minds of Nintendo I, while they are
3: that It's just a Nintendo-y thing to do. It's very it nintendo It's like a weird...
0: Exactly, it's a weird, unnecessary thing. It's a weird
1: thing. They're like, guys, you know how everybody else does it what if <laughs> yeah
0: what if <laughs> we changed it up a little bit i mean it's again, fine. It's, again it's not really it, hindering the yeah. experience at all and overall it just, it's weird. Uh, one the game is sorry
3: yeah i know uh i mean I, I haven't played it too much obviously the first time i played it was 45 right minutes ago yeah, yeah. uh so far it's been a tough pill to swallow <laughs> i'm not
0: getting it yeah it's not a fantastic I... first person shooter I'm right there with you. I wouldn't have gotten. it well, the, I'm sorry. Third-person shooter, but, that's not well, but the even of the it. thing, it's exactly. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's not
2: meant to be on like a a hardcore like like you can't compare it to any other shooter. I mean, because theoretically, not like it's any a third-person
1: shooter, but it's not really a third-person shooter. But I'm like, saying, even even in not. the
2: realm of calling it a competitive shooter, it's not like there's not no. a single game you could compare it to. Because it's so, like, the way that you play the game is fundamentally yeah. different than any other shooter I that you play. I
3: mean,
0: it's territories, except you're shooting the territories. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What I, well, that's one of the game modes, right? And then turf mode is, like, so this is something that I did realize after playing, like, my 30th hour of <laughs> stupid game. Uh, turf War literally doesn't matter until the last minute. Like, everything that you do before that is just fucking doesn't matter. But and that's it,
1: why it's only a three-minute match. Like, match. It's of a
0: five-minute match. No, you're right. It's, it's a three-minute three match. match. You're right what's the five minute part is that the is there anything five or is there always three sure. anyway regardless i will say though even though it, it does sound really stupid and i hear you alex like if i'm hearing this right now i would be like what the fuck why would i spend 60 dollars on that i uh, will say i will say that uh i have like thoroughly enjoyed trying different weapons and like i get like weirdly competitive in this game like i do get infuriated in parts like four o'clock in the morning sitting on this sofa just being like i need to play this game but then I'm, I'm 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 realizing that I'm having the same like kind of cycle as Smash Brothers and and Rocket League, which then puts it up. I wouldn't say quite to that level of fun, but fun enough that I would continue playing it. That's really what it comes that to. But yeah, yeah it's cool I hear it. you. Though. I understand. It's it's a weird it's,
1: it's a weird very game. fun.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting sell. Just not sold on it yet. No.
2: Yeah, uh, Liz, how about yourself? What have you been playing? Splatoon. Yeah, all right. <laughs> How about you, Justin? So I've been playing a lot of dip- different you. things. Actually. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. So well, I, I thought you were done. As, I okay. As much as I've played, uh, like I've I've been messing with Splatoon a lot, but it kind of took a backseat for uh, two games. Um, the first, I'll, I'll touch on briefly because it's like PUBG, right. like everyone else. Well, I, I still mess around with PUBG every now and again. It's really fun. Um, highest played US game in whatever interesting i don't know um, <laughs> yeah. but uh nice nice backdrop <laughs> so i was playing sundered for right. review which um this is the developer of joten yes they have only had
3: two games right
2: yes um sundered looked good it did look really good i gave it my game of show at PAX, uh, yeah. at pax east those guys
3: make beautiful looking games
2: and that's the thing i was enamored by yeah. how nice it looks it is crazy how good it looks but However, unfortunately, <laughs> when I was playing it uh, on the show floor, you know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, any of you guys can attest. When you play a game on the show floor, it's really hard to get a true full gauge right. of what that game is Because the developer be like. is, like,
0: trying to sell you one, and you're like, oh, to- yeah, uh, and you're kind of, uh, like, writing that excitement and, or whatever. And you only
3: play a small segment, too. Yeah. So, it's- yeah.
2: so now that I've had a chance to actually, like, dive into Sunder, just so, the, so we know it's from the people who made Jodan. It's essentially this, like, Metroidvania, but it's, like, technology mixed with Eldritch Horror kind of thing. Um horror. the game okay. was just not very not very good. It there's just <laughs> nothing about <laughs> it that and, and it's not bad. It's just like the combat is very button mashing. It's it's, it's 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 just Me. a one button like button masher. The environment's like the game has no sense of place, if that makes sense. Like as you're running around, like the hallways are totally meaningless. Like nothing has any sense of like like importance to it at all you're just moving through random hallways until you find like the one room that matters whereas in other Metroidvanias like in Super Metroid or in Castlevania Symphony of the Night or Ori or Ori it's like you move through a certain area and it feels like alive like you're making a mental map of everywhere you're going when you play this game like moment to moment but in this game it's totally irrelevant like it it almost feels like a bother to move from one location to the next because it's just so bland you know like Final Fantasy
0: 13 no, Final Fantasy game. Fuck a great you, <laughs> so that's, um,
3: that's really disappointing because I, I did the review for Jotun and it had similar problems where it was beautiful, uh, that had problems with progress. You yeah. know, you just you didn't do. You just kept fighting bosses, right? and, yeah. you just and the didn't bosses get were like, but, but it's like Giant the moment to behemoth. moment gameplay
2: just feels super shallow. But like,
3: the, yes, the what's even more disappointing though the the world design, the level des- well, The level design was bad, but the world. Aesthetically, yeah, was the tone beautiful. Feel, yeah. yeah, everything was done very well in Jotun, and it sounds like they even maybe they focused on gameplay and screwed it up, but then didn't even do the world
2: building yeah. that they had. In well, that a lot game. of a lot of what's happening in Sundered is uh, procedurally generated hallways. Ah, so it's okay. like so it's like in a map, it's like there will be maybe three rooms that are important, but everything that you do to get to those three rooms is completely procedurally generated, and, and like the the. Enemies and stuff just spawn randomly. They're not in pre, predisposed positions, so it's just like it makes them all just feel like meaningless. And because every like your entire like kit to kill shit with, like it's a little complex. You like there's different like directional inputs that you could do for certain uh, moves and stuff, but it's really just one button that you're hitting, you know, to progress. So that game is so, that game didn't impress me very much. How much was does it, it change? Uh, I believe it's fourteen ninety nine. I believe. Does it change aesthetics? You know, in Jotun there were there was like a yeah yeah a the first state there the first area is like cave the next one's like an okay. industrial complex the next uh, one's like a forest so like it it it, it changes mean, did but it a like it. Uh, my review tepid. will be going up this week. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I guess I can I can say early and then I'm giving it a very tepid like it, mm. um, because there are things about it to like but overall it's probably not a game I'm going to beat. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but one game that I've been spending so much time on that I want to give my highest recommendation to is Pyre. I'm really glad. Oh yeah, is a, which is super Tell me giant about that. Super is game. That, exactly. Okay, has that been good. So it's not <laughs> to you. It's not the game that I expected it to be. Um, it is very much a uh, a hybrid point and click adventure game mixed with a like three on three. A fantasy basketball game that's <laughs> um, kind
1: of exactly what i expected it to be so, yeah so far it's turning
2: out. well when i look at you know when you're comparing it to uh what you call it super sure. giants Transistor like, and previous catalog yeah it's been um it, it it doesn't share many similarities with those games like at um, all it's like other a than a board it's, game other than game it's aesthetic thing, right? uh so oh, it's, it's not it's not really so you're yeah. basically this like it's traveler basketball Yeah, so you're basically this traveler in a caravan, (laughs) and you are trying to get to a location, and you are picked up by this group of people that... Are trying to uh, regain their freedom, and they basically bring you on board because you are a reader. Uh, reading is illegal in the world of the Commonwealth, and you have been exiled to Downside with the rest of these people. But they need they your ability be. to read, to read this book, to let you participate in these rights. The rights are this three on three basketball game. So it's like this really interesting ju- uh, juxtaposition between reading, like extremely well written like amazingly authored storylines through these characters and then once they are placed in the rights you have this really like this really intense feeling of responsibility to win this game because if you don't win it it means you're compromising the freedom that these people are fighting for so hard so it's it's like you know playing a game of rocket league but like the stakes feel so much higher so you're really trying your best to to um beat each of these games and it's and it's a cool juxtaposition because when you're progressing through the story you're essentially just like Hitting a button or like choosing a pathway to move your caravan or whatnot. And then, um, and then once you get into the combat or the um, the rights, it's a very twitch based strategic thinking huh. kind of game. So it's this really interesting back and forth. But, uh, I'm completely enamored with the writing for the game. The characters are amazing. The, s- the soundtrack is so good, which is ridiculously important to me. Um, it's just a, it's a really pleasant, really enjoyable game so, so- far. They did
0: a good job. They did. A, they did and, a great. In compares like, into Bastion, yeah. which was also amazing, right? This when, is the next game. Well, Transistor was after Transistor. Bastion. Yeah. I keep forgetting about Transistor. I know, and right. Transistor had
3: it had some really great characters and some nice backstory, but mm-hmm. it was sort of hidden. You know, yeah. You, yeah. you really had to actively go and and read their stories and it was really developed and it all intertwined. You're 100% right. So it
0: sounds like they really enjoyed that aspect and they they brought it out to the forefront. That's exactly right. It's crazy that each of these games play so differently and yet each of them are so good in their own way.
2: Well, Bastion and Transistor were very similar because with both of them you sort of had a narrator talking you through your experience but it was like it was sort of, like, veiling what the actual story of the game was. Like, you kind of had to infer a lot of it based on, like, right. contextual mm-hmm. clues from what the narrator's saying and what's happening in the world. But in this one, it's like, you are the narrator. You are seeing exactly what's playing out in front of you and, you know, getting you the feelings about certain characters. <laughs> and like, like... It's just cool because it's like everyone... All of these people in your triumvirate are trying to get their freedom. You know what I mean? They they want to escape downside and achieve freedom. And the reasons why different people are... are going through these rights and putting themselves on the line to try to make it happen are very different some of them are for very selfish reasons some of them are for very uh like altruistic reasons like to start a rebellion to to you know fight it the to, to fight the commonwealth to hope that nobody gets sent to downside again or, or gets mm-hmm. exiled or, or whatnot and as the game progresses you start to get to a point and this isn't a spoiler but like it gets to a point where you need to start playing favorites you need to start like you have more party members than you know what to do with, which is also kind of cool because depending on the different race of your characters they actually play significantly differently in the basketball game mm-hmm. so like you might really enjoy the gameplay style of one character and yeah I like and, the little guys. Yeah, you might like the way that they play because they're faster and more agile or whatever. But, like, you might have to purposefully not include them in the rights because you need to uh, have another person participate to give them a chance at freedom and all this sort of stuff. Uh, so, it makes you make really hard decisions that you're sort of, like, forced into. And, and it's most it's more difficult because you really give a shit about what's going on with these characters. So, it's a really great that's game. That's cool. Highly, highly recommended.
3: What's the developer behind Pit People? I keep forgetting their name. Uh, Behemoth behemoth I, I i admire them and uh super a lot for every game that comes out it seems like they're trying something new yeah they're just trying to push the envelope and just make the game that they want to make yeah and you know pit people is very yeah, yeah. strategic and that's not that's it's not like a yet, but but it's, it's, in
0: the, it's in the same like aesthetic as like castle crashers yeah it? it's right like they, that drawn, they stick like, to that, yeah, thing.
3: Yeah, yeah they stick to that style yeah mm-hmm. the, like, but the type of game that it is goofy. is really different and they're really it sounds like super is really trying to make it Every game seems to be a little bit more strategic, Definitely. and the story brought out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah it's, it's transition like, was
0: also like a freeze time, figure out what you want to do, and then again. Yeah, way more tactical yeah. and yeah, yeah. way yeah, more interesting when just you're just like and mixing slash.
2: and combining abilities and yeah. secondaries oh and all that God, stuff. Yeah. Awesome Great game, awesome game. Um, the last thing before we move on to our news, and I know I've been going on for a while, is uh, I got a two DS XL recently, which <laughs> yeah. is awesome because it's allowed me to dive headfirst into th- into Honestly, the three DS's library. The build
0: of that new P- like that two DS XL is. Way better than I think the the 3ds. It is just, new 3ds. I, I love. I, I
2: love that it it's actually, way like, cooler. It closes yeah, itself in, so it's like a perfectly like you know.
3: Yeah, instead of
0: two weirdly device. rounded yeah. flat pieces that next... always bothered me. <laughs> yeah, like so like two big
3: boulders just kind of like kissing, hugging yeah. each other. <laughs> 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 two balls hugging each other.
2: And, and I actually felt a 3ds after um, after playing with this one, and I think they actually offset the keys a l- or the buttons a little bit more than well, what it is you're playing with the an 3DS. XL versus the the normal one. No, like, I was, normal I, normal no, no, I was, was playing tiny, with an I, I tried an XL after I, I played on this, and they actually, like, moved the button positions a little bit so right, it sits in your see. hands a little I bit more comfortably.
0: I played hundreds of hours with my uh, 3DS XL. But uh, well, like what's so cool
2: ago. about it is that it... Um, Again, it opened me up to this whole world of 3DS games. Nah, it's the same. And it's... uh, You're stupid. It's really exciting (laughs) because there are so many games that I want to be playing on it. And, uh... Blow on it. The ones that I got into (laughs) first were... (laughs) Do it! uh, I beat Kirby Triple Deluxe, Uh. which is great. Baby mode easy, but really, really fun. (laughs) Um, And now I'm playing... uh, I started Hey, Pikmin. He doesn't care. Which, Hey, Pikmin is okay, it is a little bit boring and doesn't super like lend itself well to being a portable game because like the the matches are like uh Jesus the matches are like we saw that like during, ten minutes we saw the something. announcement
0: at uh, PAX West last year and we were all very underwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it looked pretty poopy. Like, it, it definitely is like... It's a platformer Pikmin game. It's a game you
2: can play. It's definitely <laughs> it's definitely doing something there interesting. There are better it's games so, to play. Some, some of the puzzles play. are interesting. Get yourself
0: Animal Crossing. I have Animal Crossing. Play some Fire Emblem. I have Fire Emblem Awakening. Don't get Smash Brothers because you'll never play it ever again. I also have Smash Brothers. But that, that was it was
2: Only because it was on, on super duper sale. So I was like... How much about, you pay for it? Like 20 bucks. I mean,
3: it's it's a nice to have in case you're... Didn't you play that that's one right. guy on the plane on the way back from PAX?
0: Yeah, and I played uh, Gabe over when we so were see, sitting there, in there, it, with, That's yeah. kind of why I wanted to get it. All right. But
2: one suggestion that I would have that might have flown under some people's radars is a downloadable game called Pushmo. Um... <laughs> I did a lot of research into what I've never uh, heard of this game before nah, into what some of like the best like top tier games on the system were, and I kept seeing this game push most. So I was like, all right, let's try it. It's like six bucks. It's like nothing, but uh, it's ridiculously fun. It's a really interesting puzzle game. I can't even describe to you what it is because it would be really weird. But uh, it's super fun, and you should totally watch a trailer for it or something because it's a cool yeah. game. Anyway, you know
0: what I want? I'll, what do you want? I want a new Professor Layton game. <laughs> Anyway, there's a out. Professor That's Layton versus uh, out, Phoenix Wright. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's already out. Fuck. Yeah. Well, wish granted. Thanks, God.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. Before we move on to news, I want to thank everybody for joining us on this week's episode of the TZR Podcast. Uh, we have a whole bunch of guests with us on uh, the TZR live channel on our discord discord.gg/ Tzr if you're ever interested in joining our podcast live you can uh, join our discord and meet us at 8 pm. any uh, and every Wednesday of the month at 8 p.m. unless we're dead unless we're dead <laughs> if you have any questions for the podcast you can reach wow, us at podcast that at the zero mid-mid. Mid-mid. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to uh, thank our sponsor again audible TZr for sponsoring this podcast now. On to news. We have two main topics that we want to talk about before we get onto our true gaming topic of the week. The first is in retro gaming news. Um, so we're hearing a lot of stuff about the uh, Sega Genesis Flashback Classic, which is uh, marketing itself. It's made by At Games. And it's it- so
0: funny how these companies just fold when they see something. Oh it's just yeah. like, oh my god, the NES fucking everyone wants it, now the Super NES. We got to get on on some of this action. Yeah, right. So dumb. So at games... but at the same time, I'm going to buy it anyway. But here's the thing: at but games, so dumb? they're basically making no, a
2: so a Sega Genesis classic. So it looks just like a Gen One Sega Genesis, um, yeah, exactly that machine, uh, but tiny. And it has it says it has 80 games packed on this. 80 games, right? <laughs> Fuck you, Nintendo, with your twenty. But the problem is, like, <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, I want to, I just want to say, like, hey, 30. like. Do you guys think it's cool that other, like, console makers are doing this? Do you think we're eventually going to see a PlayStation have Classic with, and things like that? I think like we that? could
0: have done without uh, an Atari, an yeah. Atari box. But yeah. uh, I think Sega would be great. PlayStation I
3: mean, already, they had their PlayStation 1, which was tinier, which
0: yeah, was very but that's enjoyable. Just, I mean, yeah. We're talking, like, packed-on games and stuff. I don't I know. know. ROMs, of, uh, ROMs of, like, 3D rendering games is more difficult. Yeah. And I feel like, like for instance, there's there's difficulty with creating ROMs for the PS2 because it's uh, like the PS2s were so like unoptimized, yeah, unoptimized. Well, its architecture is pretty. Yeah, exactly. Rough. It's, it's just, like bulky, yeah. right? Exactly. And those ROMs need to be ISOs. Like you need to, they're not just straight up ROMs. They're like legit. Like you have to pretend like you're you have the disk loaded like, on your computer, and yeah. then you need this thing to And your like, computer needs to be running a program that makes it think it's right? a PS2. Exactly. Yeah. And
3: sort of Xbox and PlayStation, well, more Xbox are doing this already sort of, with backwards compatibility. Yeah. It's sort of in the same vein, you know, playing older games. But you yeah, still have yeah. to buy
0: each of those games separately, right? It's not like... It's sort of like, like you, you own them already. Right. I mean, like, so I know I have on Steam... Um, there's like a Sega Genesis collection, and I literally have like, there's 180 games on the Steam game where you can flick through a bunch of these games that you've probably never even heard of and or never want to play. But uh, I have it. So Like that's, Dolphin. So that's a perfect <laughs> Echo,
2: segue Echo. into talking about this uh, Sega Genesis Classic, because the problem with this device is, now Justin, you'll remember a few years ago you got me... An at games mini Sega console thing. It didn't look like the system. Yeah, it it was what you said, like thirty bucks, forty bucks, something like that. Okay, so Alex hit me off to that actually. So got it from Jeff. This is the most interesting thing about this. That console literally is the exact same thing that this (laughs) Sega Classic is, just in a different box. Question
0: though. Go ahead. That console that you have actually has a reader where you can take old Sega games and slot them you in. You
2: can do the same thing with the with this new
0: classic. Uh, one. That was my question.
2: Yeah. Um, So it'll have
1: built-in games and also you can play So, so it has 80 games. built-in
2: games but here's the thing. It's not 80 Sega Genesis games. It's only about 40 Sega Genesis games and then 40 like homebrew yeah. garbage yeah. versions right. of like checkers and stuff. But it's those 40 so are pretty good. Right? The, yeah, the forty normal games. It has like Shinobi Three, Sonic One through Three, Vector Man. Oh, Vector Man! Like it's Vector got Man. it's got some good games. But, here's the other problem. Not only is it totally, like, false advertising, because it's, like, you see the box and it's, like, 80 games. No, it's not. It's, like, 40 games that you might actually care about and the rest is all bullshit. <laughs> but the actual emulation that this thing is doing is not, like, true Good. to what the console is. Because there are some games on there that I had when I was a kid. Uh, one of them, which nobody will get this reference, but it's a game called Decap Attack, where you play as a headless man and you <laughs> and you have eyeballs in your chest that you hit people with. It's a great game. Um wow. But uh, when, but Arumaz. when I played this game, I I noticed immediately yeah. that the emulation was so fucking wrong like all of the sound was was not right like the sound was encoded completely incorrectly and like the characters were like clipping in and out of stuff so it's almost like they were running a bad genesis emulator yeah, yeah. on this device with roms running on it and it's just like what the fuck like so with something like the nes classic or what or presumably with the snes classic you're getting like a really a nice build yeah, yeah machine legitimate roms like real you know
1: Real ROMs. As, yeah, as, <laughs> as
2: close to the actual stuff as you're going to get. Packaged in a nice, like, OS and all this sort of stuff. But this is just, like, I, I feel like this is highway robbery. And here's the joke. The one that you got me, yeah. you said it was, like, $30, $40, bucks, something 30 bucks. like that. They're charging $80 for this Course new they one. Are, and man. it's the, the same wave.
0: fucking thing. But they're, they're the rebranded
3: wave. as
2: Classic? Yeah,
0: it's called the Sega Genesis Flashback Classic. Like, I, I secretly think that Nintendo was, like... We're going to do this as, like, a fun thing, just for a fun thing, right? NES, yeah. $60, not making maybe that much money on it. And then suddenly it blows up, and they're like, whoa, 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 stop that shit. Let's make a S- Super NES, an SNES, right? Yeah. And then we'll up it to $80, and then we'll sell that shit. And then because of the hype on the NES, people will buy the uh, Super NES like crazy. And then when the N64 what? class comes out, $100. They're, it's I I don't, the funniest-looking little device. Oh, my god! Actually, N4, uh, which one? N64. I feel like the ROMs are still ROMs, and they're like easily like played. No, N64 is actually one of the hardest games to emulate.
2: Even if you use stuff like Project 64, well, I'm not endorsing <laughs> it, emulating games. But like, if you do use like Project 64 or something, there are game there are certain games that just straight up don't work, huh. like because it it's a, it, this problem that you mentioned with the PS2. It's like trying to emulate the architecture of the system, yeah. and it just doesn't work.
0: I just want to play really of stories on my phone. Why? <laughs> Why doesn't that exist yet? Oh my gosh
2: so interesting thing uh shitty that they're um not being very nice to their consumers but uh still pretty cool so beowulf is asking in live chat is it's built using a raspberry pi honestly it'd probably be better (laughs) i believe it is because it is just a small processor um but
0: i'm not sure specifically I i haven't personally cracked one open so i'm not sure um yeah Honestly, I wish I knew how to do things with Raspberry Pi cuz I feel like that little tiny chip is like super powerful. You can make it into anything. You
2: could find out how to load Dosbox on it by checking out our guide on the com. Boom. <laughs> I wonder
3: if the NES Classic if Nintendo got their idea from that Sega console cuz that came out before the NES Classic? Oh, I'm sure. Well, no, those times uh, of like the, and like the
2: stuff Atari like, se- like there's one right there with the Atari stick yeah. and you just plug in your TV. It's all sort of the same concept. Oh yeah, I
3: know. It's just Having oh, a man. mini version of your old consoles, the, obviously, an honestly, appeal to that. just yeah. having
0: a miniature model of a console is kind of cool. <laughs> like, yeah, but the fact that it does stuff makes it infinitely cooler. Well, that's the thing. Like the NES Classic, I would probably say half the reason
2: I bought that was just to have it as shelf candy.
0: Does like, it open? Does a little slot thing? No. You, no.
2: I wish you could put games into it, or it comes with little games. That'd be cool. Because the, the
3: SNES Classic. It's just not going to look the same without a game in it. Well, the
2: SNES classics even weirder because the the, the control ports on the front don't work. You actually have to flop it down. There's USB (laughs) ports. Yeah. Super ugly. Um, Anyway, so let's move on to our next piece of news. So this one is one that I'm particularly passionate about, and I'm curious to see what your guys' impressions of it are. But uh, we all know about uh, Metroid uh, Samus Returns coming out this October. uh, First 2D side-scrolling Metroid in quite some time. Well, officially licensed one. Um However, we found out this week that many of the game's extra features, including an entire difficulty and, like, skin, I guess, which matters a little bit less, but basically this entire difficulty is hidden behind an amiibo paywall. Yeah. This is so Nintendo. It's uh, (laughs) So
0: Nintendo. Nintendo's getting pretty bad with this stuff. They're not even, like, hiding it anymore.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so to give you the long and the short of it, basically there is a fusion difficulty for the game where, uh... Samus dons the Metroid Fusion costume and plays what is ostensibly a hard mode for the game that is only accessible by scanning the Samus, uh, the new Samus so, Amiibo. So not but only do on. you
1: have to buy something extra, you can't just buy a plain old DLC. But, like, yeah. You gotta just, buy
2: the physical Amiibo. You can't shelf. even use that. You can't even unlock the feature until after you beat the game a full
0: time and then you scan the Amiibo and it unlocks. Well, so would you say... That it's anything like the Zelda DLC? Like, I mean, essentially that's what it is, right? You're just unlocking hard mode.
1: Yes, but when you, like, you don't have to buy a physical amiibo... That will run I mean, out of stock. If I have to buy the DLC, that wouldn't it
0: be cool if I bought an amiibo that was the DLC? But you but, couldn't but do it. Now you, like, you, but Liz it's makes not a good the point. You've now entered the rat race of finding this amiibo. Like, yeah. Do you want sure to try to pre-order this? Right, right. I didn't consider <laughs> that. You're right. You're right. I was thinking like if I bought the DLC, it'd be cool if it came with an amiibo that activated the DLC. That would be nice. I mean, That'd that's
3: nice. right. If it came with it, sure. But it's sort of like when you want to watch a movie when Netflix wasn't digital, and it's like I really want to watch. Matrix Reloaded, <laughs> I guess, because we were watching. Yeah, Matrix. we were just watching, um, it. and it's Great like, movie. okay, we'll watch it in three days. You know, it—it's not that instant satisfaction.
0: Yeah, that is—that's uh, a good point. That is weird because it's, <coughs> it's like, like the only way single single that you would have that instant satisfaction yeah. is if you go to like a GameStop or a Best Buy or a Walmart and find it. Hope it's yeah. in yeah. stock. <laughs> what what Amiibos? I'm sorry, this is slight aside, right? But what Amiibos are like impossible to get? Uh, are there that many? Yeah. A couple there, there are
2: some that are extraordinarily difficult to get. Specifically, the 30th thirtieth uh, anniversary Zelda ones are incredibly rare to get. I have one of them. I have the Ocarina of Time one, which unlocks the Ocarina of Time gear in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but, which is uh, crazy. You so can't unlock that unless a, a you find one. that
1: incredibly rare meatball. Like
2: so I'll tell you. The new hardest yeah. one to find is the, uh, the Majora's Mask one. The Majora's Mask mm-hmm. one's out. That's a 30th anniversary one. Fucking impossible to find now, and that's the only way to unlock the fierce deity armor in
0: Breath of the Wild. I'm going to throw something at you. It's going to sound very like contraband and pretty much illegal, but it's an NFC chip. And uh, apparently, I was looking. This oh, up the before, NC cards. You can literally just get an NC card, program it with these things that you could just download off the web, and you have every Amiibo, whatever you want. guy makes a good point. There should be there should be this kind of black market
3: where you're just <laughs> shifting these <laughs> Amiibos around, so everyone can just. Just you don't know, like unlock and it, it, or it and then you just yeah. pass it on.
0: Yeah, dude, Reddit, get Pay on top it of it. Yeah. yeah, you're honestly, that honestly does seem like that, a Reddit yeah. thing. It would yeah. be like uh, geocaching, but without the having to find shady figures meeting yeah.
3: in the you know an alleyway trading amiibos. Business <laughs>
1: idea. Wow. Yeah. Just another example of. Oh, maybe that would be cool if you didn't have to Nintendo it all up. Yeah, exactly.
0: Nintendo, grow up. We were so
1: excited until you nintendo it all (laughs) up.
0: But you're still getting a full game. And and then 3DS games are what, like 40 bucks?
2: Well, yeah. It's it's just... I don't think it's the price that's bothering people. I think it's the fact that, like... Yeah, again, it doesn't it, need to be a like gate at barrier. All. Like why why should there be this extra barrier to unlocking what appears to be a very significant <laughs> mode in the they game. You know? Right. Yeah. Um and what's strange is like even some of the other stuff, so like each one of them I, I don't remember the specifics about what each of them unlock, but every Metroid themed amiibo unlocks something. And I believe the new the new Samus amiibo unlocks this hard mode. The new Metroid amiibo unlocks like an art gallery. I think the yeah. the old Smash Brothers Samus unlocks like maybe a costume or something, and then the Zero Suit Samus one uh, unlocks like a sound test. But like my thing is like even if you wanted to find the Zero Suit Samus one, like that's not an easy one to find. It's not in retail stores anymore. You know what, what? I mean?
0: That's not true. I've seen that at Best Buy before.
2: The Zero Suit Samus one, yeah, the one where she's like
0: showing her butt and she's like, yeah, got yeah, the thing, and then she's got the thing.
2: I mean, I, I'm usually on the hunt for these things, and I haven't seen one of those Look, in
0: a store in a
3: can,
2: while. Can you just go to a store
3: with your Switch and
2: just put the Switch up? I was the, wondering in that. The box. <laughs> There's a little magnetic uh, strip on it. Oh, motherfucker, it they think Rapunzel. of everything. Yeah. Just <laughs> fucking... Uh. $18 is... Uh, so, uh, 18 bucks on Amazon so right now. Shut the hell up. Kurok Ikaze. I got that name. Kurok- uh, $18 yeah. is more <laughs> than retail <laughs> price, though. Retail, just Kaze that's more than retail retail is thirteen if I I will never pay more than 13 dollars for an amiibo because that's well, such a problem like, it's the, the, the
1: principle, principle of the thing 22 oh, for bad. old smash like yeah. crazy man anyway. crazy
0: oh you got armor okay um all you got to do is uh open it up use it and then return it that is a good point. Or sell it. That is a good point. I don't think you can return me. I don't think you can.
1: Return I still, yeah. I still it's love pretty, my Amiibos. It's pretty involved I, to open. Them.
2: <laughs> I might have is already it? pre-ordered this Samus and Metroid one. Do you remember that was when we were at E3? The moment they announced it, I jumped on Best Buy and pre-ordered yeah. it like immediately.
0: Um, Amiibos is a weird thing. Like that's just a. It's like a weird yeah. phenomenon to me that people get so hyped up about these tiny figures that you can't even move their arms. <laughs> it's You're, just saying like a, You're saying this You have, have two of them. You know. <laughs> I have. I do have two. I I just keep that there because both gifted. It's just because yeah. it's an official Nintendo product. Yeah. Thanks, Kaze. See that? 14 bucks $14. In Japanese stock import. tomorrow. Fun fact the, it's ja- not the Japanese imports. Oh, wow. It does
2: is say in point. stock. Yeah. The, with, uh, the Japanese ones that's are compatible with the U.S. stuff. Yeah, There's no difference. All right, guys, what do you say we move on to our true gaming topic of the week? Yes, please. Let's do it. All right. So this week's topic is an interesting one uh it is peer pressure and fomo in the world of gaming okay mm-hmm. so the the no. topic comes from yeah, right? a reddit user called sunny bones <laughs> Great name. All right, uh, I will read a portion of his thing, not not the whole thing. He says, "This is a spinoff statement from a post that I read earlier uh, that I found to be interesting. Have you ever experienced peer pressure during your time as a gamer? By which I mean, have you ever felt you had to play something or finish something so that you could say that you were a fan or could identify with the culture or community?"
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah,
2: definitely. I I would say for sure. Repeat the question. I was <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. Are you joking? I, I I would be happy to repeat it. Uh... <laughs>
3: do you experience FOMO? Do you do you feel like you're missing out on games when something new comes out? You know, Breath of the Wild. Everyone's playing
2: Breath of the Wild, and you are not playing it. Yeah, like oh, have, you, have you ever felt yeah, pressured definitely. into buying something, or have you felt pressured into like needing to finish a game so you could like identify with the community? Like, do or you you, could, like could so you, you could call say, like, yourself yeah, that a fan too. by like yeah. a fan? Of I got pressured you-
0: one time for GTA V to return my GTA V and buy it on PlayStation instead, and then we never played it, Alex. That's not the same thing. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then, I would say, I
2: would say that could be the same thing. I can't I mean, really.
0: I can't. I don't. I honestly don't know. Right now, if I bought PUBG, that would be pre pressure, <laughs> but. Yeah, I actually know, don't like really Not even just. No, you, that's not true. I got drunk and drunk? I bought that. I wasn't planning on buying that at all.
1: <laughs> but not even just like peer pressure to buy it, but but I guess more FOMO like. You don't Like I, I played Metal yeah. Gear Solid Five because like. Because that's what people. See, were but talking that was about. Yeah, because people yeah. talked about it so much, and it was also referenced so often when talking about video games that I'm like, I don't understand these references you're making See, because right. I've never played this game, and I played it, and it was like fine, but it. It was fine. Yeah. I didn't love it. But it's like if,
2: if that external pressure didn't exist, like if if that's not what the Zeitgeist was talking about, you wouldn't like have cared to play it. I mean, I feel like I feel like we all sort of fall into a weird boat with this because we like cover games and do our best to be as educated about them as we can. And like, so I
1: feel a certain responsibility to play the, games well, so well, so that I will understand the medium better.
2: PUBG is a great example. Like, I, the game wasn't even on my radar, even sort of, but then I went out of my way purposefully to play it because I was like, I need to have I need to have my hat in the game here. I need to like know what people are referencing right. when they're talking about this so I can feel like I'm educated. So Kaze
3: know? just mentioned something on our chat. Go um, ahead. if something's too hyped, he might never actually touch it. It kinda does the
2: opposite thing. Ah, I but call that that's... The, I call that the three hundred effect. Because everybody was so fucking hyped about the movie three hundred. Guess what? That movie sucked balls. That was not a good movie. That was okay. A great movie. Putting
3: aside your incorrect <laughs> point, um, <laughs> erroneous there's there's kind of two sides to this there's one whether you jump on the hype train of a game but there's also you know getting in like we were talking about before getting into the community of a game Mm. and my friend at work big gamer but he just never played kingdom hearts so, he always wrong. felt a pull. <laughs> you're doing <good or> <laughs> you it wrong. I'm the person that's It's not even about pressure necessarily, but it's such a staple in the video game community, and it's talked about with just love, yeah. that he just always felt like he needed to have that experience. Yeah. And the kind of ironic part is you're just... Like, he's playing the remastered now, and it's a data game and you're just, it, the magic isn't going to be there. Like it
2: was for us when we played it as oh, kids. for sure. for sure. So that, Suck that kind of sucks. Well, but this is but, sort of like, I, I mean, you bring up a really good point and I think that kind of falls into the, uh, uh, what do they call that? Oh God. What is it? Like, um, oh, brain farting so bad. So I, I feel this, I feel this
3: way about Skyrim because I tried to play it and it kind of broke my machine because I have a shitty computer and I never played it again. But it is referenced All everywhere. Yeah. Every, everyone talks about it. And I never got it. So I, I feel this pressure to even just do it. So I'm in on the joke. I like, hey, guys, I get what it.
1: Is there a game that's constantly referenced that you haven't played and you just like don't talk about? Like So that's the thing. What, what do they call that when there's like, the guys... movie that
2: everybody's seen but you just haven't seen it? It's like, what do you mean you haven't seen Office Space or something like is that? Is there a term for that? I think there is a term for that. It's, like, not... It's, like, the opposite of guilty pleasure. Like, um... Like, something that you regret the most, like, your, uh... Shameful? Pl- yeah, like, yeah. something... Like no, so, I like, mean something else. <laughs> no, no, but it's, like, a, a, a thing that you feel, like, shameful about, where you're just, like, oh, man, like, you know, I I feel my... less credible because I don't, yeah. I don't have a grounding in this, you know what I mean? Like, Potts talks about this all the time, <laughs> where he's, like, he feels guilty that he's never played Shadow of the Colossus, and he's, like, yeah. that seems right. like one of those iconic gaming, like, you know... Killers, like, one of these games that has withstood the test of time and is so important to people's understanding of what a good game is. That they're like...
0: Um, I actually, I hear you. I'm going to say rethinking. Like, I feel like my purchase of Splatoon 2 was because everyone, especially you, Justin, was saying how good Splatoon 1 was, right? Yeah. And so, like, when I get to that purchasing, like, moment, it was like... Well, Justin said it was good. I'll fucking buy it. There and, you go. And it's half the reason
3: I want to even get PUBG is not because it's a good game, even though I know it is. It's but because it's... everyone's playing it right now, and you kind of want to be in that excitement. That's exactly yeah. why I but got it. But well, see, like, I
0: look at PUBG, and for some reason, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't, really, I don't really want it. Like, for some reason, same thing with, weirdly enough, you guys were talking about Horizon Zero Dawn in the beginning of this. I still don't really have an inkling to play Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm, I'm wondering if it was the effects of Zelda. Well, here's the thing. Oh, I, I think yeah. I yeah. don't
2: think I was in the right mindset <laughs> when I started Horizon Zero Dawn because I was fresh off of Zelda and stuff. And I feel like... i mean, I it, play it's more not, Zelda it's now. Like, it's not even like I feel like this. I know that this was the case. I started playing that game because that is currently, right now... In the gaming zeitgeist, that game is referred as the best PlayStation 4 game on the market. Period, hands down, no questions asked. It is Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn. That is the best game on the console. And and part of me was like, like, how could I even remotely consider myself part of this group? Right? Or, how could I or call well, myself a gamer, well informed at game. all if I haven't played the best game on the system right now. You know what I mean? Hmm. Now that I've put some time into it, I've realized, hey, this isn't really for me, but I feel better about having experienced it at all just so I have an opinion of my own. Do you you feel that pull
3: with The Witcher 3?
2: No, I feel, I that, feel that pull no. with the Witcher still, and I feel, still, and I feel like okay. I'm procrastinating. To, to, to Kaze's point, that's how I feel about that, where it's like, n- not only I think is it like so overblown, because I mean, and I'm not trying to shots fired at Potts right now, but Potts like Potts literally talks, to, uh, talks about the game like it's the I second like coming Potts of Christ. To, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> me to play the Witcher well, Potts, three, and like it's, like it's on my playing. list. Well, well, like, I'm going to play the Witcher 3, because Potts told me it was amazing. plays
2: one game a year. But
3: he searches forever for a game that like kind of matches his, Yeah, you know, matches but, his personality but, but, and he finds it and really gets into but, it. But he finds it and then he's constantly. like, what do you
2: mean you haven't played this game? And yeah. I'm just like, are know, you yeah. fucking <laughs> kidding me right now? <laughs> like, you, like, we have to beat you in the head to play anything and then the moment you turn on it, you're like, of course, this is the greatest game of all time. In Pot's defense, like, he's got I'm a not, very...
0: Sp- uh, he's got a splatoon. <laughs> he's got a very... Specific, no, very particular taste, and also he has a very limited amount of time to play so, games. Well, yeah, and, but and I totally yeah. get that, and that's why I'm not trying to shots fired at him at all. But I think because of the the it's
2: level sort of the level of hype that he has like impressed upon me with that game, and you know, Alex, hearing about your experiences of these hundreds of hours, like you've taken 100 percent that game, it is wildly intimidating to me. Like, I mean, that like it is. A, a, that's how I thought about Skyrim. Yeah, and it's like. Like, that's a game where I can I'm I've finally gotten to a point where I can concede and say yes I'm sure that game is incredible and if somebody asked me if the game was good I'd be like I haven't played it but I've heard it's nothing but nothing short of amazing you know what I mean but I just I don't yeah but the
1: pressure to play I feel like comes from. Us talking about games or listening to other like listening to podcasts, listening to news, reading about things, and having people mention The Witcher 3 and reference, like, say, like, oh, this reminds you of The Witcher 3 in this way, or like, oh, kind of like in The Witcher 3. I'm like, I wouldn't know. Well,
2: here's the thing it's like, I, I would say the other, the other, uh, the other point of, of The Witcher 3 thing specifically for me is like, if I were like, now being under this immense weight of pressure and suggestion and hey you should really do this i would feel like if i started the witcher three my entire experience would be veiled in like okay i'm waiting for this to be the greatest game i've ever played in my whole life and and, and, and then then anybody to manage and then anybody i talk to like if i told Potts tomorrow hey i started the witcher three every conversation that I'd have with him from there out would be like, so where oh are you The Witcher god. 3? Right. So where are you The Witcher 3? And so, it's like, oh my god. Like I, I, think I don't the, think I could play the game comfortably
3: at that point. I think the only you know? time you're going to be able to play this game is in like five years where when you're like, they,
0: hmm, When they come out with the What PS4, should I play yeah. now? Mini. And you just, you just like, you know what?
3: I'm just going to give it a try. And you don't yeah. tell anyone. Yeah, You just do it. Mm-hmm. And then you secretly put in, yeah. know, like, 150 That's hours. actually, I think, that's <laughs> that's yeah, how more, it, yeah, that's more the right speed through. at which
0: I <laughs> both ingest TV shows, movies, and games. In the fact of, like, for instance, like, Breaking Bad. I waited, like, years past that hype, and then I watched it, and I was like, holy shit, this is great. The same thing with, uh, the same thing with a few games, like Persona 4. Mm-hmm. The game was hyped as, like, the best thing on PS Vita, and I never played it until... Many years later, I'm like, guys, have you heard of Persona 4? So that
2: that actually brings up a really good topic, because I know you did not finish
0: Persona 4. I did 4. not yet, because somebody didn't give me my PSP date.
1: Yeah, that's why you didn't so, finish it. So, <laughs> so Kaze wanted, uh, we'll is play, pulling we'll us play. back
2: on topic and is saying uh, the pressure to finish a game, to be done with it, right? Um, I don't that, have a pressure. Wasn't that an old topic? I totally... I I think it was way back when, but I think it's worth revisiting. Um I think that that's totally a real thing, but I think I create it for myself more than other people create it for me. Yeah. Like something like Persona Five, like I was in too deep with that. I needed to finish that game, and by, and in the last like five to ten hours of that game, I don't want to say I wasn't having fun anymore, but it was like I was playing that game with a purpose. With I was obligation. not I was not playing it for enjoyment anymore. I was playing it to beat it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I enjoyed totally. that game thoroughly. I think every hour of that game. Yeah, every hour I think, Even yeah. I was so anxious to finish it I was so anxious to just be fucking done with it but I like, feel
1: like that prevents people from playing games sometimes it's preventing yeah. you from playing The Witcher if you're like I, that's too much pressure I don't want to have to deal with finishing it but if you walked into that game like I'll finish it if I want I won't finish it if I don't want then that's it's true. significantly less intimidating Yeah, in cer- not that I do that at all but I'm saying yeah. <laughs> in certain good...
2: contexts I think it can be to a game's benefit like we were we were just talking about Nier earlier um, and The way that you're supposed to play Nier is that there's, like, I think five full playthroughs, but you need Mm -hmm. to beat the game three times in order to, like, understand the full ending to the game, you know, air quotes or whatever. Uh, 26 endings. Oh, 26 (laughs) total endings. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I've only played the game one and a half times, and I'm, like, in the throes of playing a million other things. I literally just got this 2DS, and I'm, like, going through a whole seven years worth of games trying to get back up to it. But, like, something's pulling me to play near again because I'm just, like, I, I want to see that story to its end. So it's, like, I'm sort
0: of self-pressuring myself to finish it. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I, I know – I think this was a topic way back when. I don't – I thought you no. started off th- saying you do have a – No, no, no. That's true. I think I did you, start off saying – And you're like, wait a like, second. Yeah, because but now then I thought really like, bravely second, and exactly. I was like, right. fuck that. I'm yeah. not going yeah. back <laughs> to that games. game. That was yeah. a waste. That was a
3: loss. I yeah. think there were some games – it depends on the game, you know. Yeah. If it's a shorter game and I'm enjoying it, it's
0: like, well, all right, let's. I have let's, like let's push through to the end right. here, like I, Fire Emblem, right? I had 70 hours or something into my yeah. playthrough, and I'm still playing that game. And the reason why, even when it started getting to like I wouldn't say a Dragon Point, but like deep into it, it was because I was like, I want to know what happens next. Like right. that it, was the it's drive. the story
3: based yeah. games that right. you really yeah.
0: feel yeah. that you want to know. What
2: the end, how well, f- how from the ends. point of peer pressure, have you ever like? Has there ever been like an external like third party that's made you feel like responsible to finish a game, like, or, or have you had some sort of peer pressure to finish a game, like, like Alex? I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on you, but I'm just like using sure. you as an example. Like, have you ever had somebody like talk to you that's like, "Oh, you're not a Halo fan unless you finished Luger. Halo 5 or something like that? Because I'd imagine that's what this feeling yeah. is like.
3: I, you know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I know in the In the realm of like TV shows, I know I felt that way about um, Jessica Jones. Oh yeah, because everyone loved it, but I wasn't enjoying it. But I I was like, you know what? I I really need. (laughs) I despise you. I need to watch this whole thing, yes, so I can definitively (laughs) tell people this show sucks. sucks. (laughs) No, no,
0: but I mean, so now when I came to, was
1: like, oh my god, I love Jessica Jones. He's like. I can say with confidence. Yeah. Let me get my notepad the whole real quick
0: cuz I wrote this down for you. So I could then say,
1: you. "Well, did you finish? it? Well, did exactly. you watch it?" In yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: exactly. He was like, no,
1: "No, no, 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 no. I did watch that part. I watched the whole thing." It's so, and yeah. I did not like so it. so you <laughs>
3: have
2: that reason. And yeah. but I don't know Actually, if I felt that way about it. It's games. so funny in the inverse. I in high school, I was I was an asshole in high school, and I was the opposite of that. where like like, if somebody tried to talk to me about games, I'd be like, Psh, you don't even know what you're talking about because you didn't finish Final you Fantasy You were the GameStop person <laughs> or something <laughs> exactly. like that. I literally did work at GameStop for a while, but, like, I was definitely it's that it's guy. Like if, if wow. somebody, All if, the pieces. If all somebody, the picture, if somebody tried yeah. to, like, talk to me about, like, a Final Fantasy that they haven't beaten and been like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'd be like, Psh whatever, you don't know what you're talking about, or or something like that, because I was... and I admit it at this stage of my life. I was acting like an elitist prick, basically, because I was... I thought I I was so cool, because I dumped hundreds of hours into fucking games that nobody cares about, you know? We don't finish a
3: lot of games that we review. You know, that's kind of one of the things that we've adopted over mean In my adult life now, I finish far less games than I used to. If it's not fun, then don't
0: keep playing. Right. If it's not fun, then why bother? Mm -hmm. Like like, 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 Reggie Reggie fils says, (laughs) the game is fun. If it wasn't fun why bother <laughs> yeah thanks reggie This lesson, this question kind of has
3: like three things to it so it's, it's difficult to wrap your head around but there's the peer pressure aspect mm-hmm. uh, there's the jumping on the Pure hype pressure train to play a game yeah. pressure play game there's the just jumping on the hype train and mm-hmm. getting in on something new and then there's a getting into the community yeah like a desire to be
0: I, so, I
2: guess relevant is a
0: good word it, re- for this, yeah you know yeah um
1: i just I know s- what people are talking about yeah. like know. we
0: know we know that like the Last of Us was a masterpiece. Fucking fantastic game, right? Yeah. However, our friend Manis, he's telling me that he bought the game and he played it for a couple hours and it was too depressing. He couldn't get through it. And I was like, you need to finish this game. Hmm. But he's one of those guys who was like, no, I wasn't enjoying you know it. I'm <laughs> going to play this goddamn you know game. It's
2: an interesting it's offshoot of this. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I think this, like, let me know what you guys think about this. But, like, specifically on the community angle, have you ever felt a responsibility to play old games to, yes. to feel oh, yeah. to feel
0: mm-hmm. appropriately situated to play new games. Earthbound. Yeah. I've started and stopped playing that game at least six times. Really? I can't get through it. Huh. I just it's just too dated. I just well, I'm not enjoying it. I'm
1: I'm more so saying in like, like
2: a series. Like like you uh Liz, you said you played uh Metal Gear Solid five. I
1: did not play any other Metal Gear Solid. I was beforehand.
2: just gonna say, <laughs> <Yeah>. Did did, <laughs> did at not. any point did you feel compelled to be like I need to play all these other games? I, go back I, to, to go I, and...
1: I inquired. And to like whoever I knew that had played Battle Gear Solid, and I was mm-hmm. like, Is it like, I want to play this game because it's supposed to be this masterpiece. Like, people reference it all the time. I have no idea what everybody's talking about. Sure. I feel some sort of responsibility towards gaming to play this game mm-hmm. so that I know what I'm talking about know what other people are talking about. Yeah, yeah. Do I have to go back and play the other ones? And you should play yeah. solid one. the answer was if it's going to stop you from playing, don't play them. You play yeah. memory and memory it really one.
3: depends on the game. I, I mean, you're intimidated about Witcher three. Yeah. I went back and played the first two, so oh, I, I played three Witcher games. <laughs> that's Jesus. rough. Yeah, man. That's too much, that's but yeah, too okay. Bad. But I mean, I did do that when the second one came out. But, yeah, but just, you know uh, what? the
2: One mistake I'm making in this right now is so I'm super stoked for uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two. For no mm. for no other reason than it's the a game. the trailer looks <laughs> it's fucking a Switch cool, game, yeah. and it's a Switch game, right? Yeah. Different story though, right? Different characters. I don't know. I think it is, <laughs> but <laughs> he'll find so, out. But specifically because Some of that, because we'll I, I want I want to be into that game when it comes out. I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles three D on the three Ds specifically so I could have like a grounding That's to go fair. into that, and only after. Did I find out that it's like a fucking two hundred and fifty hour game? No exaggeration. Wow, which is ridiculous. Yeah, for a three DS game, I'm like, are you fucking? Kidding I couldn't me? get into it. But somehow. when I saw mid to late game, I was like, all right, this looks pretty fucking cool.
0: Wait, you played two hundred hours of that? No, game? No, right? I haven't. I was, you I just have got your and I'm thinking
2: about starting it. I have it.
3: I played it. Did you beat it? No. <laughs> uh, I I liked it. You had to Did choose you like between. two hundred hours worth. You had to choose. No, there's got to be a lot of bad track. You had there's to gotta choose, gotta be between, tra- tra- choose between <laughs> weird uh, Australian voices and uh, Did you play Japanese it on weird voices. Weird 3ds. We oui. okay. And it- I, there was one point I wasn't loving it, and they introduced this time tactic into the battle system mm-hmm. that I didn't get, and it felt clunky. Yeah, and I didn't I put imagine. the time into master it, and I just gave up. It's like Bravely mm-hmm.
0: Default. If you're if you don't understand that me- like mechanic, which is like what all the battles in late game hinge on, you understanding that to the T and figuring yeah. out formulas with it, you're not going to beat that and game. a lot of the
3: time I do that, I just didn't enjoy this. and I didn't really give it a chance, but the rest of the game wasn't grabbing me enough. Yeah. You know? And so I really just dropped it.
0: It was all right. Interesting. So, yeah. interesting. A quick, uh, very, very quick aside when we were talking about yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Can we just for a moment just appreciate those three those three words put together to make a title of a game? Metal Gear Solid. It's like the roughest tumble. like, like toughest. Horizon like,
1: Zero Dawn. T- <laughs> it's just like it's weirdly yeah. uh, like obscure,
0: just hard hitting like uh, kind of like words that they put together, and they're just like Made army, sense. fucking guys. Like is Snake. With yeah.
3: their, all their games. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dream Drop Do you know why they? Do you know why they called uh, it? Uh, do you know why they called their Final what Fantasy? Is that, it.
1: What is that? What is dragon? It's one supposed to be the last game coming out. Yeah.
0: Well, no, it was because uh, it was Dagon Rompa? <laughs> no, it like was one Square-
1: guy creating a game about dragons. And what was designed it? Designed the whole thing by himself. I'm sorry.
0: It was uh, Square Enix's last attempt to making like uh, a profitable game before they went out of business. So they called it Final Fantasy, and then it took off. And now there's Final Fantasy fucking 15. Infinite Undiscovery. That's a game. That is a game. I own that game. That's <laughs> an Xbox
2: 360 yeah. RPG. I never played it, but I own it. Anyway, <laughs> I think we have been dragging on this topic for quite some time. Yeah. It's a great topic. Yeah. I think we could keep talking about this for a while. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll I'm revisit to think this of games. at a later date. That was peer pressure um, to play. but I think it's about time we close out this podcast. But before we do that, Justin Chow, would you like to give away a free game to our awesome listeners?
0: I would absolutely love to give away a free game. Uh so this game <clears throat> fantastic listeners is uh it's it's called uh <laughs> oh man i mean this was a little old. but anyway it's called uh bit trip presents runner 2 future legend of rhythm out Al- alien. alien this is a great game honestly i, was about to say Al- I fucking alien. love
2: bit trip runner and 2 was a little weird but it was really great actually if you want to dig back into tzr Lollipop history Thanks, that guy. bit trip runner 2 was the first game we ever reviewed on tzr yeah i did the images for that yeah so if you wanna if you wanna dig back into TZR history, it go to, yeah it yeah. was go to the dot com. I did. I think if you click on reviews and go all the way down, or click on me and go to earliest post all the way down, it'll be there.
3: Yeah.
0: Thought, no, no. If you, I thought my
3: review was first of Saints Row. Nope. Saints Row Two. Or something. Saints Row. No, it was, was close.
0: Like, that was like
2: number three,
0: or yeah. four. Bit Trip Runner mm. was definitely the first one because I remember, I remember that. Dude, that terrible. was a fucking. I actually went through that. Ago. I went through all the old wow. reviews and I respect and did all the images for them in our new uh, template. I remember you were dying when you were doing that. Oh, my yeah, gosh. no, I was just sitting here for hours doing it. All right, anywho, so giving away Bit Trip Runner, and this two. is a Steam code. So if you have Steam, then get ready to play it on Steam. Uh, the code, and I'll say it once, and then I'll say it again, so twice, <laughs> two times. Uh, all right, <clears throat> Bit Runner. Here we go. It is two M K. Five zero M R nine four B L eight five W six That is two M as in mint K as in K. Kettle <laughs> Five zero uh, M as in mint R as in run nine four B as in basketball <laughs> L as in leopard 85 five W, as in Walrus, and six, as in the number six. All right, guys, that's all I got. <laughs> got it. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry, enjoy, guys.
2: listeners. I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoy that game. It's a great one, a uh, good one, just to play like sort of in the background while you're doing other stuff. A lot of a lot of fun there. But uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us on episode ninety of the TZR podcast, guys. We're closing in on one hundred. I'm so stoked. It's gonna be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to catch our podcast. We, of course. <laughs> uh, <no. Fair> <laughs> <well>. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh... If you want to try to get your hand at our free game, you should join us on our TZR, uh, TZR live channel at discord.gg slash TZR every Wednesday at 8 p.m. for this podcast live. If you do not join us live, you can get our podcast uh, every, we'll say Thursday, because I usually say Wednesday at 10 p.m. Yeah. It's usually Thursday it's nine, morning. <laughs> uh, you can download it on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or any other podcasting services across the web. If you want to do us a solid, you could rate our podcast and uh, you know give us a, a cool rating and a comment or whatnot. Uh, it helps other people find the podcast and, you know, bring, it, bring them all home. So, do that. Rate the podcast. Download it. Subscribe. Uh, if you have any questions for us, you can reach us at podcast at Uh, You should check out thezeroreview.com for all of our news and reviews. We post new stuff every single day of the week. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash thezeroreview where we are doing awesome new video reviews. Uh, we have a new one for Splatoon 2 coming out pretty shortly. Uh, but for now... Thank you, Alex. You Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, you Justin. Uh, you, you forgot something. What did I forget?
3: You got plugged, Jeff. Oh uh.
2: yes. So <laughs> you all were of supposed our to listeners, super plug him. <laughs> no, you're so right. All of our listeners, I would highly encourage you to check out our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash the Zero Review, where you can find Jeff right now streaming some pretty awesome Fortnite gameplay. You should go in and say that you came from the TZR podcast. And tell Jeff that he's awesome. Or tell him that he smells he's Whatever. On a lot. Whatever you please, he is on there all the time, so be sure to follow our Twitch channel so you can check out what he's doing. We also live stream on the YouTube channel from time to time. I'm on there. Uh Chow's on there. We're all doing stuff. Um But definitely go stop by twitch.tv slash the Zero Review. We are gonna put it in the Discord for you so you can uh so you can check that out. And yeah. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you on next week's podcast. Thank you, Skirbo. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.